Um, I'll lay out right, some skins so underneath it so you are going... chest and all the crap falls out and it lands on a skin. Right, I'm sorry, what were you doing? I'm going to lay out some skins and stuff underneath it so if all the shit falls out, it doesn't like land on the floor. Perfect. All right. Oh, yeah. Good job. Uh, all right, so you find the chest to be locked. You don't find it to be trapped. So it's going to require a uh, check to open. Okay. Let's see if I can pick this. Uh, here we <laughs> go. Uh, can anybody give me some sort of uh, guidance? No! Yeah, no. We got this! <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you had the spell guidance. Yeah, but you're fucking up there! <laughs> I fly down to Sai. I slap her ass. I, I'm, well, I'm sorry, you can't. I call the spoon back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I tell it to go back up. Okay. All right. Oh, right, I'll zip his ass. <laughs> All right, you can make this roll with, with guidance, then. It does a barrel roll. <laughs> Dump them right. on her face. So that's so it's 15 plus the, uh, the lockpicking thing. It's going to be 21. All right. Um, the lid of the chest swings open, hanging freely on, from gravity. Uh, four potions fall out and onto the furs that you were smart enough to put down. Um, they radiate magic as potions are wont to do. Yep. Uh, I'm going to call it abjuration magic, but I'm probably wrong, Josh. <laughs> like she's evil occasion. <laughs> oh my god. Four potions of four different colors. I believe it's going to be green, blue, red, okay. and yellow. Green, blue, red, yellow. Yep. Um, they fall to the animal skins where they don't break because you were smart enough to put something down. Um, yeah. And that's the entire contents of the chest. Any the labels chest. on the potions? Or that, of course not. Long since rendered useless by time. Yeah. Fair. Except for the skulls and crossbones. Those are very clearly identified. <laughs> uh, Would you like to hold on to these, Sai? Yeah, sure. Oh. In your mouth? I trust him with strange fluids. Yeah. <laughs> I'd... The don't strangest actually, of fluids. I, didn't, I wasn't there for that. I don't know. <laughs> Papa would say I don't trust that man, but Papa is dead. <laughs> his ghost could be lingering around us. It probably is. There's a lot of ghosts floating around woo, Icewind Dale these woo, days. Woo, woo. <laughs> well, I just want to say, Papa didn't trust Sai, and now he's dead. Coincidence? <laughs> he's just slav squatting in the corner. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, he's wearing a tracksuit in heaven now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't no. the elevator regard <laughs> that I opened up into. No. Uh... All right, so you 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 gain the benefit of having four potions, cool. uh, which you don't know what they do. I will check the chest for false bottoms too. Uh, no, the bottom is as real as it gets. Sweet. All right, and thick as hell. No Sweet. silicone here. No, no BBLs. Yeah, it's not a BBL. All right, I'm gonna leave that bottom alone. Then. Uh, anything else in the room of note besides the hole? Uh, let's see. I fucking hate this game. <laughs> you liar. There's there's more um, random bits of furniture. There's a, a, a work table similar to the one that Una saw in the other room that also appears to have suffered a fall for as it got, went from ceiling to floor. Yep. Um, and similar bits and bobs here and there. Nothing of value, but everything that indicates that at one point this room was oriented 180 yeah. degrees the other way. The normal oh, just like way. me in high school. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oof. So... <laughs> so, if that's it, uh, we can proceed to check the other room. Yep. Alright. Um, the one that she opened the door to, or the one that leads from that? I think, I, unless you guys want to be, be holebound. Holebound? Uh, the only thing I would suggest if we're going to do holebound is, um, real quick, somebody who's got good dark vision to look down the hole. Can you see I will, the floor? I, will I got glance, 120. Yeah, let's glance down together. Alright. How wide is the hole? Is it, like, tight? Or is it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it a tight hole? <laughs> a five-foot-wide tunnel in the floor. That leads down. And if you uh, peek down it to the floor below, I'll give you an idea of, let's see. Yeah, you can see everything. Architecture. Looking down, this room contains two metal cages, both badly damaged. Nearby, two roughly dug tunnels, one in the ceiling and one in the floor. You're looking in the one in the, yeah. the ceiling. Uh, lead to other areas. Narrow windows along the bowed other wall afford you a glimpse of the earth into which this structure has impaled itself. So, how did they go upside cages. down? Cages. Size? No, no, size free. He's just wandering free range. Well, yeah, we could fit him in there. Grass how are these cages? <laughs> Where's the work? Uh, let's see. Grass? There's no grass out here. There's a garbage chute. I've got some grass balloons. Um, well, I it doesn't give me an exact measurement. However, it looks like they're slightly bigger than the five by five cubes on the map. So we'll say six by six. Big enough for uh, pteranodons. So that's a problem. I suppose. <laughs> that's a concern of yours. Constantly. Is that what Kasan is? 
Because yeah. that's a pteranodon? No, uh, he's an allosaurus or something. <laughs> he's a pterosaurus. <laughs> he's a T-Rex. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's the king of the jungle. He was. Now he's the king of some bullshit. <laughs> All right. <anyway>. Booze. So, <laughs> he's matter? the king of beers. <laughs> any, any... He splits Mackenzie. <laughs> Any magic in the room? Uh, only the magic you brought with you, which is friendship. <laughs> the friendship. Uh, uh, yeah, there is no... I mean, so I'm going to keep saying there's no magic. However, every room in this tower is lit by these continual flame sconces on sure. the walls. Right. So I'm going to just not tell you about that. Yeah, also radiation. We're assuming the radiation continues throughout. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and although if you do a, a, a thorough examination of the stonework, a lot of this is just mundane stonework. It appears that Tartalin was used um, efficiently. Uh, you know, it's a good conduit for magic, but you don't need to build every bit of the tower out of it for yeah. it to conduct magic properly. It, it appears whoever designed this... It's like wiring. Smart. Yeah, it was smart enough to use it. Kind of like, almost like rebar. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. reinforced with chartolin, so the chartolin runs through it freely, but it, you can also make alloys and lighter materials that, you know... Maybe won't make you as crazy. Like a... Maybe that. Like a Faraday cage, but... Yes. For magic. Not for, for, yeah, for Arcana, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Netheril, now with 50% less Shardolin. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'll just note what, and well, Makati, so we'll both say what we found. Oh, and I, I'll also say if you're peering down the hole and you're getting a real good, like, all angle so you can see the entire room. Oh, don't look at me. I'm not doing it. I have 10 It's feet. a hole. There's no angle. <laughs> um... Who's, who's actually doing the looking? Us. You're doing the Okay, you guys are doing the looking. Uh, in that room, there is also a door... Uh, you know, if you're picturing the tower as sort of uh, uh, elliptical shaped, it would be like towards the middle of the tower. And then there's another uh, door to what looks like a smaller uh, partitioned part of this room, sort of to the left as you're looking down the okay. into the hole. Those are the only things of note right. in that room. I say let's uh, let's check out the room we would have found before yeah. going down the hole. Okay. Quick, yeah. quick question for yes. you, Brian. What I what do you need? With, with the with whatever missive mother sent me about the tower, hmm. did she mention that it was supposed to be above the ground or nah? No, it appears that that was not knowledge either she wanted to share with you or that she was privy to. Is there any way we can tell if this is how it's supposed to be or if something happened to make this this way? Well, shit got knocked over and they didn't bolt it down. Gotcha. Yes. That's helpful. Yeah. Um, uh, Although I, I will disagree with part of that. The, tr- the chest was the chest bolted, was to, the bolted to the floor. So there was clearly some effort made to keep stuff from sliding around. However, it you know, not to the extent of it, they anticipated this whole thing being flipped on its own. Oh, it's a Netherese tower, right? It was, it was probably flying, flying, and then and when the magic oh, failed, yeah. the heavy part went to the bottom and it speared into the earth. That's funny. That would be my best guess. Um, on a related note, cages, room with tunnels going up and down, it was an airy. That was so that flying creatures could be in, stuck in the cages and then released to fly up and down out of the complex. So... Um, the pteranodon thing was a joke. I was actually thinking about uh, pterodactyls. Um, that is a good thought. However, yeah. these uh, don't don't look like constructed holes. These look like they were clearly smashed out. Very or natural dug. holes. Yeah, yeah. Rough hewn. Hundred percent natural holes in your area. Unbleached. Not unshorn. <laughs> in your area. <laughs> Swipe right. Oh my god. Horny oh holes in your area. Just dark. Unbleached, unwashed. <laughs> Are they wet or moist? Uh, no, they're frozen or, solid. Or simply damp. No, all, right. all moisture has been frozen What's solid. It? These these are glacial holes. What's in Uner's room? Um, more hole. More, yeah, more <laughs> All the hole. Uh, Tiger beat off. <laughs> uh, tall bookshelves affixed affixed to the outer wall. Excuse me. Um, I'm sorry. Tall bookshelves affixed to the outer wall have spilled their contents onto the ceiling turned floor. The large table lies on its side, one leg broken. A five-foot-wide tunnel in the floor leads east and... I'm sorry, that was the other room. Uh, Ignore that last part. The five-foot-wide tunnel is in the other room. Um, But there are uh, uh, bookshelves affixed to the wall, and they're they're sort of books just lining the floor that have fallen askew. Okay. And Dizan was sending the hirelings to go retrieve knowledge. Presumably, and to explore the location. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to start flipping through. Yeah, Um, I'll start looking, too. And detect matter. Question. Oh. Yes, ma'am. Is there any dust on the ceiling floor? Uh, like, yeah. I mean, it, to a certain extent, it's more of like, um, there's like a buildup of like 
freezer burn. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like like you keep hot dogs in the, fr- in the freezer for too long, and they get that buildup of frost on them. Frosty yeah. boys. Yeah, the frosty boys all yeah. over. <laughs> but like, is there anything that frozen glizzies? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you know, dust, freezer burn? Is any of it disturbed or melted? That sounds like an investigation check, which you are free to make. I can give you a mastermind assist on that. I, I would give you love shit. that. Hey, that's hey. actually really helpful. That's a 19. 19. Yes. Uh, you wouldn't know it just by looking at it straight on, but mm-hmm. when you get the idea to start looking around for it, if you turn your head to the angle, you, you can see the light reflecting off it in uneven patterns, uh, showing you that, yes, it looks like um, booted feet and hands, actually, like people were like squatting down, like going through the stuff on the floor. Um, there are areas where this... Stuff has this permafrost has been like disturbed, move around, maybe thawed and refrozen. Mm. Uh, and you are looking for looking through books, right? Yes. yes. Uh, let's see. You just made a roll, so Josh, why don't you give me a D three roll, and I'll tell you what you find. A D three, okay. Yeah. One. You find one book. One. Oh, this is a good one. Um, you find a book. This is relevant to your interests. This is actually a really good book. Magical Wonders of Netherrealm. This book is a collection of interviews with Netherese archmages who discuss their studies of ancient elven magic and the creation of mythalars. This book includes sketches of such devices. Mm. Which uh, is the same shit we were missing from the other page, and you're the only person who can read it, I think. Yes. Yeah. I can. Well, yeah. Yeah. There are two people now. The only person who can read it without cheating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I learned how to read this. Shut up, cheats, Mackenzie. Uh, uh, so those for you looking in will probably just see Sav on the floor looking through, and she just picks one up. And she just kind of like, <laughs> leans back against the wall and starts flipping through and just gets this like very delighted look on her face. Mm. She's a crazy killer. That'll be a handout for a future session that I will put together for you. Sweet. I totally thought when you said that it was going to be right up Zev's alley that it was going to be like a Drist, Drist biography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a really better. good book, actually. It's, it's the Adventures of Drist Yours. It's called The Crystal her. Shard. <laughs> <laughs> The Crystal Shard. Um, the Netherese are older than Dritz, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, Crystal Shardlin. Yeah, the Crystal Shardlin. But, um, it's a knockoff copy. Zev, <laughs> after a minute, remembers. Right, right, the, the adventure. <laughs> um, and you were also going to look for a book, right? Yes. All right, give me a, uh, a another D3 roll, but ignore ones and twos. So get, roll a D6 and okay. roll higher than a two. <laughs> I was like, I don't have that. <laughs> another coin flip. Six. Uh, oh, womp womp. Wizards in the Hollow, the birth of the Netherese Empire is chronicled in this otherwise dull plotting story about the lives of three Netherese wizards. It's like a storybook. And yeah, like... it's, it's pretty shit. I have a question. Yes, sir. Um, Josh had asked earlier uh, if these tracks in the permafrost were mm-hmm. recent. I'd mm-hmm. like to do a survival check and sure. try to do, ascertain that. Yeah. Uh, 21. 21. Uh... Recent in... 23, sorry. 23. Recent in the sense that if you are trying to imagine the timetable in which Dazan sent hirelings down here to investigate... This doesn't it would line more than that. It, it would, it would, yeah. yeah, it would line up with that. Then I'll vocalize that. And also, right. um, you being of the, the bent of person that would be aware of such things, you are sure that the tracks made in the permafrost are booted feet different from the canine feet you saw in the, uh, the above-ground areas. Yeah, cool. So okay. we're we're likely alone in here, mm-hmm. hopefully. Anybody else looking through the books? Uh, no time to sit down and read now, but Zeb's very happy right now. As And there aren't any ex- exits from this room? Uh, no, this room is otherwise closed off. If that's you it, have to backtrack to get out of it. I think that might be it. All right. Diggy, diggy, hole. Hole. There's also a door in here, right? No, no, no. You came through the only door in here. Oh, there's... Yeah, yeah there's a door yeah. in the flavor text, but that was a little misleading. Yeah, okay. yeah, because I, I moved that door. I, I'm, I'm a god. <laughs> uh, this hole appears to only accommodate one body at a time. I push You're not trying hard enough. <laughs> I mean, after a couple of drinks, anything's possible. Um, all right, so who is going to descend into the hole? Um, I would offer me or Niantai first. What do you think? I, all, I would also offer you a nine tie <laughs> Yeah, I got 38 hit points. I can't, I can't do that. I'm I can't sorry, be fucking around. I got 60 hit points and nine ties disposable. I have 31. So. <laughs> I have 53. <laughs> you should actually be right behind me here. Yeah. So I know nine can climb on vertical surfaces. However, there is no 
benefit to that here okay. because it's literally a hole in the floor that descends 10 feet to the next floor. It's going to require some kind of check for you to land safely. Okay. Um, so you can make it by flying, not a problem. You actually, spider climbing will just be like, beneficial to you because you could just go down I mean, and around. Realistically, I could just tie off a rope and then climb the rope and I can climb it at the same speed Literally I want. Spider wall style, like ninja. Yeah. yeah so go. you're not going to need to make a roll. Yeah. Um, it's easy fix, right? I think a yeah, and you, piece, and you won't have piece to. Of rope, drive a piece, uh, piton into the floor, mm-hmm. and you wrap spoon. it and tie it. And you have your spoon. Yep. And I have my spoon. Well, this way everybody can use the rope. Yeah. Um, so I, I drive the piton in, I drop 50 feet of rope down from one hole to the second hole. All right. Maybe a bullseye. All right. And uh, then, um, yes. Just quick bookkeeping thing. Do mm. ma- does making check or using skills or making no. checks interfere no. with I'm concentration? I'm I'm sorry. Uh, no. The only time concentration gets interrupted is if you cast another spell that requires concentration or, or if you take damage. Okay, cool. Just wanted to double check, make sure I wasn't, like, still holding spider climb. Nope, you're good. All right. So those of you who don't need to make a check don't have to. Those of you who uh, do need to make a check are going to get advantage with the rope. So please make an athletics check. Here we go. 14. 14? 13. 13. 18. With advantage? With advantage. 18? All right. DC was 15. Um, Zevlin, you and Makati uh, slip on the rope and take a point of damage as you tumble to the floor. And you make a loud clattering sound as you do. That kind of echoes, echoes through this building. I immediately mimic Thank the you. mating call of the table so someone thinks it was just the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> table, was that you? <laughs> it was me all along. Samantha? Um, all right, so now you are in the room with some cages. Uh, inside one of the cages is some skeletal remains. Oh, they were gibbets. Okay. Cool. Or they were trapped in here. Maybe he was just into it. Could be just into it. Like, like really is there anything... It. Like, I'm assuming there's nothing on the skeletons because they're in cages because cages are usually for people with, like, prisoners and you don't let them keep anything. They're all wearing five magic rings. Uh, yes, the, the remains are skeletal. Uh, are you... In, you're investigating them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, why not? Uh, no belongings, but I will allow you to give me just a straight-up intelligence... Uh, actually, a nature check, if you have it. Nature check. Ooh. I'm not proficient in it, but... Can I help? It's 11. Uh, you, are you proficient in nature? I am. Then yes, you can help. Or you can choose to help her. I'm going to choose to help you. Oh, cool. That makes more sense. <laughs> it, it do. Friend. It do. Uh, yeah. 23. Ah. Yeah. Um. I just want to know what kind of skeleton it is. Yes. Uh, and you, um, you would actually recognize it even untrained. And actually anybody who investigates the cage would, would enter, would recognize what looks like, it looked like bones from a distance but the closer you look at it, it looks more like a sh- like a shed or cast off exoskeleton um like that of a large bug um humanoid size bug you having i guess been a studious child uh gifted with many a books fucking nerd. <laughs> look there's fuck else to do during the winter and i drink beer <laughs> yes um you recognize this as the remains of a thrycreen I speak bug. Oh, now he's a die cream. Exactly. That sounds gross. <laughs> that sounds really gross. My pants just got tighter. <laughs> no, not a, not a thigh queen. Oh! <laughs> Damn it. Which I guess you get inspiration. Amazing. <laughs> if you're a thigh queen, your pants are also very tight. Yeah. Which I, I, that would explain why the tunnels were dug out, because if it were a humanoid, it would probably, like... Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps it does. Yep, thigh cream. But that is all of interest in this room is uh, two cages, one of them empty, one of them with the remains of a thrycreen. Now that uh, thrycreen is now in your room, yeah, it's it's stuck in my tongue now. Uh, my wish, um, now that it's been properly identified, uh, in this room is a door that leads, um, towards the the center of the the structure and another one that leads off to like a small partitioned room. Small partition first, yeah. Um, out of curiosity, the cages, um, do they look like they were smashed open, like when they fell, or if someone picked a lock? Uh, the sure. one with the yeah, the one with the thrycreen in it is definitely still intact. The door is still locked right now. Uh, the other cage looks like that when it um, when the tower inverted and this cage went from floor to ceiling, uh, it did jar the lock open. Something probably escaped from that cage, or it was never occupied to begin with. Are the cages made out of shardlin? Uh, no, straight up uh, wrought iron. Okay. 
So my read on that would be there was a Thrike Green in both of them, and he was like, hey, sorry that you're still in there, pal. I'm out of here. He dug the wrong direction. He had to dug the other way afterwards to get out. Uh, So you're going to the small partition room when Josh gets back? Yeah. Well, I'll go right now. I don't give a fuck. Let's check it out. Let's see what it is. Uh, Let's see. I can tell you right now. Um, It is a spiral staircase. But the uh, the entryway is choked with rubble, rendering it impassable. Easy peasy. Yep. All right. Fuck yeah. Um, so while you were gone, they checked the smaller partition room and found it to be a uh, spiral staircase choked with rubble and completely impassable. Sweet. So we didn't bother including it's you with the, it. It's the, bo- it's the stairs and the slide we went down. The stairs. It was the top of the stairs. Yeah. 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 Stairs the ceiling, are on the ceiling, the ceiling and the floors the are all sort of yeah. bowed out like yeah. this because it's an arched passageway. Yeah. Clever. Um, so backtracking to the other door that leads out of this room. Yes, we still have a hole as well we haven't explored. Yes, there is another hole that continues down. Um, the holes don't line up perfectly, so you can't bullseye one to the other, which I know you were talking about. I could just move the rope that fell yeah. down here. <laughs> yeah, it's you, fine. I do um, that. You're doing it now? Yeah, I might as well. Okay. Um, you realize you you know, you need to ascend at some point as well, right? Well, yeah, but it's 50 feet of rope, and you said it was a 10-foot drop, right? True, yeah. You, you just slide it around, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a coil whoa. of 35 feet down here. This, Wrong hole! This floor is <laughs> way louder than the other floors. Um, <laughs> it's all that furniture. Tell him. Um, by the way, I Josh, I will let you know if you need to make another check. I'm assuming you're checking every door for, for traps and whatnot. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm roguing it up. Yes. Just double choke. It's my first time playing a rogue, and I'm going to make the most of it. So the door is untrapped. You crack it open. An upside-down table sits in the middle of the room, and books are scattered around it. Clinging to the bowed-out outer wall is an upside-down fireplace. Along that same wall is a window with nothing but hard-packed earth beyond it. Sounds about right. Fireplace, chimney, does the chimney go straight down? Hmm. Um, is it full of earth? First. Yeah, it appears that I, you know, when you when you look up the flue, down the flue, in the flue of the fireplace, the flue inspection. Um, yeah, all, all you see is that the 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 earth went yeah, up into it. Yeah, yeah re- the reasonably more delicate stonework of the fireplace flue is sort of collapsing on, so it wouldn't be passable <laughs> so, even yeah, by some size size. To, it's not an egress to get to another floor, okay. right? Um, but there is a upside upside down table and a couple more books that you could. Um, I'll leave that to the nerds. Uh, is there a fire in the fireplace, or is that dead? No, the fireplace is cold. It does not contain a continuous This would have been a real fire, I think, for cold nights. Yeah. Mm. The other fires appear to be for light. Uh, there are a couple more books if anybody's interested books. in reading them. Books. Go ahead, give me a roll. Yep. D- yeah, of course. Do you set DC? You know what? I'll poke yeah. around. Just for okay. fun. Three. Why not? Three. I, got a, I rolled a three. Three? Oh, books. Oh, uh, give me a D6 roll, actually, Kate. Oh, shit. Right, books. Book roll. So we're basically on the ridge of the tower. Three, three, three. All right, cool. Um, there's a we chair all find with the same book. Can we rip it in half? <laughs> I'm actually. Yeah. Like a study. So there's there's a couple different books. I'm going to give this one specifically to Zevlin because I think this eventually it's going to find its way around to you and it's going to be the most to you. This one is called Mysteries of the Pharaoh. Um, and flipping through it, you find that the Pharaoh, uh, given by the ghastly. Uh, depictions of them. I'm actually going to make actually make you make a history check on this because you might actually know of this. Pharaoh job. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, you do know about these things. Um, so first of all, Pharaoh is spelled P H A E R I M M. Hold on, hold on. Yep. Like a okay. douchebag. Yeah, that's how a douche would spell it. <laughs> all right, all right. That's how uh, douchebag is actually spelled. Book uh, on the Pharaoh. Yep. For douchebag. <laughs> um, so the Pharaoh are kind of a the Drow use them as kind of like a uh, you know don't get out of don't get, don't wake from your reverie earlier the Pharaoh will get you kind of a, a, a story told to children to keep them in line the uh, when they're not being brutalized by other Drow tactics. Yeah. Um, and they were always described as. Um, sort of like a lamprey that hovers three or four feet above the ground, haunts the underdark, moves around like it hovers about three feet off the ground and has these long gangly arms that it uses to pull itself along the floors of the underdark tunnels. No! Um, it's attracted to magic and it eats drow. I just looked up what a lamprey was because I didn't know. Oh yeah. yeah they're cool, yeah. Um, I, I, I wish I didn't know what this was! Imagine that with, with three long gangly arms with human hands on them floating above the ground and it crawls 
Falls towards oh, I remember you. reading about I these things. I would rather so not, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. like um, no face at the end of the I have a Lamprey story away. during the break that's oh. actually really cool. I'm going to share it. And the, um, aside from describing what the Faerum are and what they do, it appears the Netherese were um, at odds with them because they uh, they were magical and they also like to devour magical things. Um, so obviously wizards didn't like these things. So their response was to create... Um, Something called. Let me pull up the actual name because the underdark. Can I just put them in there? Faerum <laughs> fucker ninth out. <laughs> they are mostly whole. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Give me. Give me one second. I, I actually want to get. We invented this, right. this. It's called a wood chipper. <laughs> <laughs> My praise are the devil's fleshlight. So, in response to the Faerum menace, the Netherese response. <laughs> <You> dick. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm changing the name of the book in my inventory right now. <laughs> Their uh, their response was to create giant twenty foot tall constructs called Thalude. That that is um, Thalude. Thalude. Which is if you backtrack. Um, Could you spell that, please? Because T H L U U D. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, if okay. you backtrack that from Netherese into Drow, it's a, the rough translation would be Tomb Tapper, and oh. it's a fifteen to twenty foot tall construct with no face. Um, a giant mouth where its stomach should be, and it carries a massive sledgehammer it uses to smash oh. Faerum to death. They and it includes a um, a illustration of they... a tomb tapper. They oh, made... fuck that. No. They made an amnesia monster. Yes. To fight the other monsters. Dude, that's Dark Souls as that fuck. Is, yeah, yes. that's literally what that is. That so is. This, this whole book is about oh, the, the no. Faerum and the monsters that they created to fight the monsters in the Underdark. Sweet. Yo, dog, I heard you got monsters, so I made some I'll, monsters to fuck with your monsters. I'll take this as Zeb being lost in the book for a minute and just and just saying this stuff out loud and then realizing there's a bunch of people who are probably scared around her. <laughs> or but that, that's probably not a concern to us, so she just closes the book awkwardly. Makes the owlbear cocaine wizard theory look a lot more rational and sane, doesn't it? <laughs> but the two of you also rolled threes. All three of you rolled threes, so I need you two to roll again and have a roll off. The Fremunda Dark. The Fremunda Cheese. That's a three again, Kaylee. Four? All right. Um, <clears throat> actually, we'll start with three. We'll give you the... You get uh, Ajamar's Guide to the Fantastic. Fantastic spelled P-H. Fucking hell. This breezy, lighthearted treatise on illusion magic was required reading in many Netherese classrooms. It describes clever ways to use common illusion spells. Why do I keep getting the baby books? <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on being a fucking nerd. Uh, you jerk off. You're just going um, to the young adult section because of your age. And you, you this is right up your alley as well. Yours is called The Unfettered Mind. This lunatic text describes how one might exist solely as a disembodied brain preserved for eons in a magical suspension fluid. Right. It includes sketches of brains in jars. So well, I'm going to keep that because I think I know somebody who would brain? probably want that. <laughs> oh, yeah, like maybe GIF. No, I'm just talk I'm talking about my, the mother Mommy. who wants to, mom who wants to probably live forever. Yeah. Mm. Maybe she's GIF. She might be. She's that would be interesting. That's up to Brian. Yeah, right. it's a gift and take. Um, <laughs> I only make these jokes to hurt Josh. You're hurting the rest of us too. Well, yeah, it's fine. Well, it's good to be noticed. Hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> so after after going through the uh, the books, the books are my favorite part of this little piece of the adventure. By the way, um, there's a door to the left, door to the right, out of this room. Here I am. Stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> oh no, my ear. <laughs> uh, door to the left, door to the right, and there's still a hole in the ground. Yes. All right. Well, back the way you came, there's a hole in the ground, but yes. Mm. All right. Um, so what do you want, left or right? Left. Uh, I'll check the doors. All right. The, the hallways and everything. Uh, doors are... Erotic. Untrapped, although uh, you get a ping on your detect magic. You still have detect magic up, correct? Of course. The door on the left pings. Um, I, I'm not even going to guess at what school of magic this is. Um, but you uh, you get a ping of magic from the door on the left. Uh, I, I will actually try and find Some it for you. Undiscernible since, magic on this one. Since you, you like this sort of thing. Hold on, let me see where I can find it. fucking dork. I guess I'll call you out if you don't give him the right time. <laughs> you know? Dork guy. Nerds who read their D&D books. Can't even imagine. Degenerate. You know how much reading I did for this? None. I'm doing None. it right now. You don't know how to read. Uh, this one is illusion confirmed. You get illusion from Illusion confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Illusionati. Illusionati. I like that. Uh, 
That's a Spelljammer joke, by the way. That's official now. There are gnomes in space that are part of the Illusionati. Oh, Jesus. So, yes, <laughs> there, there's illusion magic coming from the, that door, uh, and the right one has no magic coming from it. Well, why don't we take care of the right one first? And then we can deal with whatever illusion is upon this one. Chris Bell's just pissing himself. It's yeah, so nice to see you guys. pissing in the corner. <laughs> I'm so glad to be peeing here with you guys. Love, love the, the live Foley work we're doing on this episode, guys. Great, great job, Ben. Great job. Opening the door to the uh, to the right um, opens to another collapsed staircase. Uh, it's another one where the the staircase is choked with rubble. However. Um, in addition, it appears that something that was at the top, some sort of decorative piece of furniture, a, a table with maybe a heavy vase on it or something, seems to have tumbled when the t- tower inverted, and pinned beneath the wreckage is a, uh, a skeleton, a humanoid skeleton, long since, you know, fleshed, stripped from bones by time. Um, just sort of like flopped out with its arms up that uh, appeared to have died when it was crushed. But otherwise the stairway is impassable, choked with That guy had the worst fucking luck. Squished by a table in a stairwell. Mm -hmm. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's like having a piano land on you in New York City. Pretty much. And no belongings that we can see on it. If you're investigating, you'll find that the skeleton has nine fingers. It looks like one finger has been removed. Like? Like they probably had a valuable ring on it. Yep. Mm. Or he got really hungry. (laughs) I think I might have a snack. (laughs) I've got all these sausages on me end. (laughs) Oh, sorry, that was insensitive. I apologize. (laughs) I don't. Uh, Okay. All right, we have a room, a a door that is wreathed in illusion magic. I don't know what this could mean. It Uh, might have... I know that illusion magic could possibly affect somebody's mind. Perhaps it is better for us, for many of us, to keep distance while one person opens it. Okay. Just a painting of a door. Can do. Um, <laughs> like Wiley Coyote. Yeah, I, I, I don't know a lot about illusion magic, but I know looking at it's usually how it works, so uh, I'll just blindfold myself. I can do it if you like. No, it's fine. Just don't be in the room. Uh, I blindfold myself. I tell Nyan to turn around. Okay. And then I give him a held action to, uh, or to I kind could, of rescue if actually, I get Actually, or, or I could just try and dispel the magic. I can use dispel magic once a day. That'd work, too. You can dispel it? Um... It's probably not good magic that will be helpful to us, so do you want me just to spell it? Sure. I can only do this once a day. Yeah, seems like a perfectly good use. <clears throat> so I I, pew, I, pew. I assume it has to be an area you can see, so you got to open the door first and then cast it? Oh, I thought the, oh, no, the, was the door itself. No, the door is not radiating. The the magic is coming from the other side. Oh, oh I, then I misunderstood. I'm sorry. I That's should have explained it better. That's fine. So uh, in that case, yeah, I'll just... Um, I'll, I'll open the door, like a crack, to just take a look in. Okay. Uh, opening the door, you see um, what looks like a, uh, a pair of matched armchairs that are kind of smashed and broken, laying on the floor slash ceiling uh, with what looks like the remains of maybe a table that sat before them. And there's... Um, the, like, shards of glass, like maybe there was uh, some kind of a... like a wet bar set up. Um... Also smashed alongside them. It's a very small room. It appears only to be uh, maybe like 10 feet by 13, 12 or 13 feet. It's sort of like truncated because it's the curved wall. Meeting space, office type scenario. Yeah, very, yeah. It seems like seating for two and, and, you know, a comfortable seating arrangement. And that's all you really can see in here. Okay, but there's still the magic in the room. You are still getting a, a ping of illusion magic. No, I imagine you're trying to be extra stealthy while you're doing this, right? Yeah, I can roll stealth if you like. Yeah, please. Eh. So that's only going to be 12. All right. If we think we need to, by the way. Uh, I know Pabu is dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we can always go back and spit on his corpse. <laughs> um, that's it. That's the tweet. <laughs> no. By the way, Pabu's still dead, y'all. Um, Update. I can cast Pass Without Trace if we want to. Okay, I don't know if that's necessary right now. Uh, yeah, that's why I haven't offered it until now, but he brought it up, so now I'm... All right, um, any exit from the room? Nope, this room has one way in, one way out, and you're looking at it. And this appears... And everything, every other route we've exhausted. Well, except for the hole. Um, before okay. you spend your dispel, because I'm sure we're all thinking about it, what the hell is actually the illusion in here, Yeah. Um, do you want me to do the go-in blindfolded trick and see if I can figure it out myself? 
think it'd be interesting. It's worth a look see, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We just yeah. let Coos go in, we close the door behind him, and well, wait leave for the door open, but like, you know. Lock it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll definitely leave the door open, Coos. We'll definitely do that. Nine time prepares a held action to kill you. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, what exactly is your plan? You're going to go in blindfolded so that you don't see anything. So, I don't see the illusion, and mm-hmm. then I've got blindsight. So, okay. my idea is. If it's a visual illusion, then I'll know what the actual contents of the room are, not what the illusion is. Okay. So you're not going to touch anything. You're just going to go in and let your blindside do the work. Yep. Okay. Um, Shield up, full defense, just in case. But sure. Okay. Uh, you go in blindfolded. You Are you being stealthy? Yes. Okay. Give me a stealth roll. Uh, it's not great. It's a 13. 13? Okay. Um, you go in blindfolded, and your blind sight detects the same room appointments that you could see with your naked eye. A couple of smashed armchairs, some bar furniture. Do I detect anything on the ceiling above me or any of that sort of thing? Nope. Okay. With, with blindsight, do you, like, detect that something is magic? Or do you just, like... No, it doesn't detect magic. All it does is tell me what is in the area around me. Yeah. Okay. So if the illusion's like all senses and it doesn't specify, then it'll still affect me with blindsight. This helps rule out if anything's invisible. Yeah, invisible mm-hmm. things or illusions okay. to make the okay. room look like it's got yep. broken furniture, but really the furniture's not broken, that yeah. sort of stuff. You, you don't detect any of that. Okay. So yeah, I come back out, and it appears to be just as you described. Nothing other, no no other sensory things that were sticking out? Nope. Well, I suppose dispelling it would just be a matter of curiosity then, shall yeah. I? Yeah, maybe we'll get it on the way out. It doesn't seem very important. Sounds good to me. Okay. Um, the only other place in this uh, level of the tower that you haven't explored is the uh, hole in the floor in the room that you entered that leads to the next level. Let's go to the owl. Let's penetrate the hole. Gross. Um, sneakiest person first? If you insist. Uh, if, it's, if I'm going down a hole, though, um, I should probably uh, use your broom. If you no, you can use the broom or if you want to use my rope, either way. I'm bad with the rope. Fair. All right. Because my athletics is nil. Yeah, and, last, uh, th- last time Zev and I used the rope, it did not well end well for yeah. us. So I, I offer you a spoon in this trying time. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so should I roll a new stealth check then? <laughs> uh, you may roll a new stealth check. All right. Even worse, it's an 11. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Um, <clears> I'll just look in. All right. Obviously not used to riding a broom. I will... Spoon. Spoon. Try riding a spoon, bitch. Spoon. 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 Um, you lose inspiration. Oh, good. I didn't want it anyway. Uh, all right. So peeking down into the room, I will tell you that it's uh, it's kind of a weird uh, quarter circle shape because you know we're we're getting down into the tower where it's getting a little bit smaller as it tapers off. Um, there is one more hole in the floor below you that leads to a level below you. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two proper doors out of this one. Given your spatial awareness, you can tell that one of the doors leads to the same uh, spiral staircase that you keep encountering that's choked with rubble and impassable. Um, another one leads to another room, and then there is a wall to, we'll, we'll call it the west, not that that means anything to you, <laughs> that has been um, smashed down. It is actually... Um, a hole is smashed through it, and the hole lines up perfectly with the hole in the floor that leads to the lowest level or, or the, the next lower level of this tower. Um, spooning down into the room, I will give you the description. This chamber appears to have been a wizard's laboratory, as evidenced by the upside-down storage cupboards and empty shelves fastened to the walls. The shattered glass and alchemical equipment thrown across the floor and the arcane symbols painted on what is now the ceiling in the middle of this space. Uh, Five-foot-wide passageways punch through the ceiling and the floor lead to other levels. Near them, a partially collapsed wall exposes a room that lies beyond. So it's a laboratory. There's a door that goes to a place that isn't a ruined staircase. Yes. And there's another hole in the floor that continues to descend. You have a door that leads to a ruined staircase. You have a door that leads to a room that isn't a ruined staircase, and then you have a wall that has a partially collapsed portion that leads into a separate room. So there's the wall, and then there's the not staircase. So there's door. no descending yes. hole. There's two. Yeah. Yes, and there is. Well, there is. A, there is also another descending hole. So yeah. now it's there are many so branching three. paths. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you've 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 got you've got three ways to go in here that aren't a choked stairway. Smashed room first. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um... Yeah, that the rubble still the rubble filled spiral stairway appears on every floor. So God we'll damn just, it, Barney. We'll just bypass that one. So lowering <clears throat> lowering yourself down, you're going to go into smashed room. Yeah. And be smashed. Hammer smashed room. Smash hole. 
Um, okay. Um, as you are lowering yourselves down, um, you start poking your head into the room to investigate. And I'll tell you what you see it's immediately from... It's off. No. <laughs> Leave me a word picture, Dungeon Master. Looking through the um, the gap in the east wall, you see a stone altar attached to the ceiling of this otherwise empty semicircular room. An eight-pointed star is carved into the eastern face of the altar. Um, before you have an opportunity to start properly investigating this room, I assume you're all proceeding down. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, um... Not a roll. The door, not, the door that leads to the not spiral staircase begins to creak open. And... First of all, I should tell you, your detect magic doesn't go off anywhere in here. Um, Passive perception? 20? Actually, your detect magic does go off from the door that's opening. Um, you detect the door opening because they're not really trying to hide it. Um, opening the door is a uh, figure that is clearly and unabashedly undead. You know, rotting flesh, wearing a, a suit of what looked like at some point splint armor, maybe, um, with a, a long two-handed sword belted at his hip that just sort of opens the door and stands there holding the door open, just looking at you. Um, from behind him pokes a uh, a youngish man's looking face, you know, kind of a handsome but pale human man, uh, wearing a big floppy red wizard's hat that um, pokes his head out and goes, Ah, ah, welcome in to the Tower of Netheril. I am Dazan. Please join me. And beckons you into the room. Cool. Just pull the hood off my poof. <laughs> a pleasure, Tazan. Mm. I am Zevi and Faye Branch. You really should uh, take care to be more quiet. There are dangerous things in this tower, and if I heard you, then so did they. Uh, quite a col- quite a calamitous crash you made on the, the floor above us. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Please come sit down. We will speak. We will speak. And that the skeleton makes me real nervous. <laughs> he just stands there like. Ugh. Or was Holding the Dazan the that open. they burned not Dazan? That was not Dazan, yeah. Or is this yeah, not Dazan? This was Dizan. not Dazaning women. Ah. <laughs> either that was not Dazan or this is not Dazan and either of those things is not great. Well, at either rate, you're not going to find out by standing here and discussing it. And he's holding, holding the door open for you. Um, Drink my bottle of Dazani water. <laughs> I'll give you the description of the room that he beckons you into. Um, let's see. <laughs> it has teeth and a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Some effort has been taken to rearrange the contents of this upside-down room, creating a functional office. A table stands in the middle of the room, surrounded by small stacks of books. Lying on the table is a whirring amulet on a chain. Whirring is in going... Uh, two figures stand behind the table, uh, you know, once they move back there. One is an undead warrior, and started, I guess it's studded leather armor, excuse me. It's dead gray flesh drawn tightly over its bones, its face locked in a terrible scowl. You know, there's an attractive young man in a cold, in cold weather clothing. His face beneath a frayed witch's hat displays a studious and warm smile. Now, we were given a brief description about Dazan in the past, and Dazan is not a young man, right? Nope, this actually looks like Dazan. You actually recognize no. some key facial features uh, from the figure you saw burning at the stake in the center of town. It's A lot of its flesh was consumed by fire, but it is unmistakably the, the same face that you saw. Except probably not screaming. It is agony. not screaming. He he's actually seems to be in, in good spirits. <clears throat> and he beckons you to sit down. There are... I- Overturn crates and whatnot. I don't know what role this would be necessarily, mm. but like I, I didn't know Dazan personally, but I know that they have told me that Dazan has died. Mm. And so when this guy was Dazan, I was like, hmm. Mm. Uh, is there some type of insight check I could do to see if like he's not moving quite right? I'm like thinking big, like, you know, like bug in Men in Black One, like sugar water, like kind of vibes. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, you may absolutely make that role. I will also tell you that your detect magic is now pinging necromancy from the undead guy yep. and illusion from design. Yeah. Yeah, it's not design. Pretty darn sure. That's going to be, what role was that? Uh, inside, I think you were shooting for. 15? 15. That's pretty good. Uh, you are not getting anything from this person claiming to be designed that would lead you to believe that they're being untruthful. Okay. Yeah. That's a big floppy hat was part of the description. He was wearing a big floppy hat even at his execution. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You know what big floppy hats in D&D mean. Big yeah. floppy heads. <laughs> <laughs> you guessed it. He's compensating. <laughs> Little floppy speedo. 
<laughs> we appreciate you being cordial with us, Tazan. We pardon the intrusion mm. and the noise. These are my companions. It is a pleasure to meet you. Zevian Feybranch. Zevian, a pleasure. And your companions, please? Names? This is Koos. Koos? I just blanked on your name. Um, Wakati? Makati. Makati. This, uh, this is Mac. <laughs> Great. This is Sai. There. Um, there. <laughs> and? And I will let, I will let, uh, I will let her introduce herself if she likes. Una. Una. It is, uh, it, it fills me with overjoy to have you. I'm picking it up. <laughs> to have you in the tower with us. Um, as I said, my name is Tassan, and this is Krintas, my companion and bodyguard. And he, he gestures to the undead warrior who Krintos. stands there. Yes, who stands there without any sort of recognition on his dead face. Um, Chris Krintas. <laughs> makes me want to jump, jump the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said, um, what brings you to this tower? You're supposed to be dead. Am I? That is most disheartening to hear. But gladly I can report that I am still very much here. Well, I'm glad we don't think that we're here to kill him the way you just said it. We're not, but we watched it happen. Mm. Mm. I think perhaps I can explain. I am Dazan. Uh, I have Dazan's memories. I have Dazan's mind and his ability to cast spells. However... I was not born Dazan. I was made Dazan. Uh, I am what's called a simulacrum. Ah. And I was placed here to watch over the tower while my creator returned to the Ten Towns. Um, being dead, that would explain why I've been unable to reach him with sending spells. That is very disappointing. However, I have a plan. And you all get to play a very vital role in it. There's a part of me that's, like, really excited. I'm, I'm like, I'm backing out of playing. the room. Like, mm. <laughs> please, please, stay. Stay, sit. I promise. Um, I promise that my plan involves very, very little danger to you. Unfortunately, the tower involves some natural danger. I'll explain. I'll explain. Please sit. Please sit. I don't I'll sit. I'll just take in the room surrounding. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna lean against the door being like, I sat for a long time earlier uh, today. I'll sit down. Before All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll make, no, I'll make a show of uh, being polite and civilized and I'll sit down and I will put on a front like nothing's wrong. This is fine. I will keep watch outside of the room and I put the shield up and leave. <laughs> we are in what is functionally a sitting room, right? There's like... Yeah, well, he's made it into one, yes. Is this, what's on the ce- What's on the floor ceiling? Good question. Uh, let's see. <laughs> it's an arcane trap. The floor ceiling or the ceiling floor? Uh, where are we? Um, I have been so disoriented for the past 30 minutes. <laughs> Drink more, it'll be fine. It'll Can you imagine sense. what it's like... It appears that this was just some kind of office um, office space um, <laughs> where they used to smash for So there's like yeah. a, there's like a, there's like chairs and stuff like that on the ceiling, right? Well, and they're not on the ceiling anymore. They're on the floor. Oh, so he pulled them down and well, they, they fell. They, fell. Oh, they, they fell. weren't bolted. Okay, yeah, they weren't bolted ah. down. Um, basically, he's just up, he's just righted all the furniture and turned it into a functional office. Okay, nice. Um, wait a minute. Wait a goddamn. Minute. The illusion room that we were in. Was also smashed furniture and the chairs were all busted. Oh, I thought they were just like sitting side by side. Basically. No, they they clearly okay. fallen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's. I think it's just to clear any misconceptions. If anybody's still confused, all the shit that was in the building fell upside down yeah. in the building, yeah. tilted and drilled drilled into the earth. But all the crap that was bolted to the walls and the floor is still in the orientation it yes. would have been in. A few a few things here or there are were bolted down, and when the tower inverted, they stayed where they were because they were bolted down. The thing that makes it really confusing, I think, is that the flames and the continual sconces uh, burned down yeah. Yeah. because they're not real flame and they yeah. don't right. have to seek out. No, I just thought because of the illusion room, I thought the chairs were side by side, and I thought that that was the illusion of the chairs like being uh, right side up. Question. Yes. Is illusion magic the type where you can roll something and see through it? Well, it depends on the particular spell. Sometimes if you interact with it, you can tell that it's an illusion. Um, if it's it, it, That's usually reserved for like a combat thing. Slap okay. him. Slap him. Slap him right in the dick. But uh, Dazan will, and he will, he will tell you uh, expressly that, you know, I will be happy to answer any questions you have about this particular tower that, uh, uh, well, 
I would say that I have learned since I've been here, but as a simulacrum, I'm incapable of learning. But I'll answer any questions uh, that Dazan knew the answer to before he created me. Well, Sai. What's a simulacrum? Ah, a very good question. You are very astute, but it's pronounced simulacrum. Say it with me. Simulacrum. Simulacrum. Perfect. You have a natural gift for magic, I can tell. Mobile. A simulacrum is an illusionary being created from several components, mostly snow and ice, that takes on the life of its creator or whatever form that the creator chooses for it. But in this case, Dazan created me in his own image, and I am possessed with his knowledge and his memories, but I'm incapable of learning anything new, which brings me to the crux of my problem. So he's like a snowman. He's okay. frosted with yes. snowman. He has a magic hat. Yes, yes. Very succinctly put, I am an animated, brilliant, spell-casting snowman of an unimaginable power. Oh, man. Okay, I can get down with this guy. I have of a lost artifact known as the corncob pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with it, but I'd like to hear about it in depth when I can learn new things, which will be soon if I have your help. Do I have your permission to take these books with me? Um, I cannot learn anything from them, so you may borrow them. But when I can learn, I would like to read them myself. So you keep referencing the ability to be able to learn, which you have said is a simulacrum is not something that you can do. So perhaps you may enlighten us to the process in which you may undertake this endeavor and how our involvement in it is to help you. Kuzmalad, you are blessed with brilliant companions. I'm standing outside like... <laughs> I, I say it to your back and I don't care. <laughs> Somebody make them stop talking. <laughs> in the lowest level of this tower, which is the next <clears throat> level down, there's a room. This room was a laboratory of a long-deceased... Archmage of the Netherese called Eriolathus. Now, Eriolathus specialized in giving flesh to forms that had no flesh, particularly illusions. He could give an illusion substance, make an illusion real, for lack of a better term. But a key component of this spell is a spark of life. To make a living being from an illusion, it creates a borrowed piece of life force from another being. Um, just a small amount. It does not require death. <laughs> it does not require the sacrifice of a life. Just a little bit of granted life force in order to kick the spell off, as it were. And I, being an illusion, and Krintos being very dead, have no life force to lend. Um, and I would like to ask you... Uh, Hat in hand, as he pulls his hat off and holds it literally in his hand. You can see that he's got uh, the the ball pate of a uh, a Thayan wizard that's you know tatted up, but it's you know he's grown like a few weeks or months worth of hair over it. Mm -hmm. um, if I could borrow some of your life force in order to start the ritual to make me a flesh and blood, real live person with the actual creator design deceased, I would be the only design left, and. What is world without Dazan? What sort of things would you like to offer to the world, Dazan? I'm a very gifted wizard, or I was, when I could learn new spells. Mm -hmm. um, and I came to Icewind Dale studying the Mithalar, the magical creation of the Netherese that they use to control weather uh, and cosmic forces such as light and darkness. It's got a m myriad of uses, but the most pressing one, it would appear, would be the ability to end this oppressive winter. Yes. Um, Dazan took with him when he died a head full of knowledge of such things. I have the same knowledge. Uh, it requires just a little bit more learning and research and exploration in order to tie all these things together and then perhaps construct or operate a Mithalar should we be able to find one. It's something that I might be able to offer to the Ten Towns. Uh, if in, in exchange for life, actual real life blood flowing through my veins, human meaty veins, I would give uh, give all, give everything. Of course, we do all enjoy our meat. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us, but, more so than others. Yeah. <laughs> more so, so than others. More so. <laughs> and if, if you do not mind my asking, what interest would you, as uh, I take it you were not from this region, what interest would you have to help the, t the Ten Towns? Uh, personally... I will admit to very little interest. Um, I, I, I've never met most of these people, nor do I, I care much for them. Um, I consider this to be a business proposition, a trade. Sure. Um, I want life. They 
want the same, I feel like we can exchange. I, I, I have the knowledge to use the Mithlar to keep them from dying to a cold, oppressive, everlasting winter, and you people have the ability to trade a little bit of life force to bring me to life. Do you know what could be causing this winter? Hold on, you got a hand up. What's up? Um, Ona will say, uh, you were in communication with the other Dazan until recently, is that correct? I had a limited number of sending spells that I could cast in order to stay in contact with him. When he departed with his companions, I waited a about a ten day before I started trying to reach him, um, and I have not had any luck. Uh, I've run out of spell slots to... Spell slots. Metagaming. I've run out of the ability to cast sending spells, so I have not been able to reach him okay. since he left. You got a question, Mark, and I did roll for insight. Um... The impression we got was that Dazan was waiting behind and hired hirelings to go investigate this place and bring shit to him. Mm-hmm. He just said when he left with his companions. Mm-hmm. That doesn't add up. That doesn't match the story. Right. Um, so my inside check, are we just being fucked with? Nope. 100% real. You got a, a 100% he before. believes it. Yeah, or at least he believes it. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what could be causing this winter? I have no idea. From our understanding, I was not present at the time, but Dizan caused quite a stir that resulted in his death. Are you likely to cause the same sort of issues before we agree to trade over any of our life force to such an endeavor? I can't imagine what would have driven creator Dizan to do the things he must have done to deserve the fate that he ended up with. Um, nor can I promise not to have the same reaction because I don't know what he learned in the interim that would have created such a disturbance in his mind. Uh, so I would love to promise you that I won't fall into the same trap that he fell into mentally. Um, but in the interest of cards on the table? I can't make that promise. Are you the only were you the only simulacrum? The only one I'm aware of. Well, I suppose we should address the big thing then. What would Sigh. What, would, what, would be the, what would the giving of life entail? Ah. There is a ritual chamber down below. Um, you may have noticed that the, uh, the chartolin that runs through this building um, stretches through the walls and channels magic. It channels it to a central point uh, at what was the top of this tower when it was still aloft before it tumbled uh, earthbound. Um, I would go into this room. There is a magical ritual altar that reacts to my presence as an illusion. I would stand before the altar. I would perform the incantation. On the other side of an altar, the one giving the life force would stand also with their hands on the the altar. The chartolin would channel magic, magical energy into this room, and the transfer of life force would take place. Um, it would be... It would involve a small amount of damage to the person that is giving the life force. Life force is very valuable and is not taken lightly from a being. However, the damage is not fatal. Um, just a temporary inconvenience. You would recover very quickly. Um, is this to say it would take years off one's life? No, a bit of immediate damage is all. A, a, a temporary weakening of the fortitude. It seems a very small price to pay for such a grand thing. The Netherese were nothing but efficient with their magical use. Indeed. And she, 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 I just look around and like the upside down everything. <laughs> Too efficient. Uh, she doesn't mumble that, but she <laughs> thinks it really hard. Um, really, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> And Turgently. So, okay. You mentioned dangers. Mm. What can we expect to find if we were to undertake this task? Uh, a beast has made its nest down below. Uh, it stands between us and the ritual chamber. Um, it is often asleep. However, I'm not sure if it awoke when you clattered to the floor above. Mm. Um, in, in the interest of being thorough, it should probably be dispatched. Um, however, 
if you are quiet, you might be able to sneak past it. Um, Krintos and I would try to be quiet as well, although it is not our bailiwick to be so sneaky. Um, in what? addition, there, uh, I know a thing or two about undead wizard spirits and the grudges that they keep. And it appears that one of Iriolathus's lab assistants still lingers about the the um, ritual chamber and uh, is not quick to give up his master's secrets. He might also need to be dispatched before we could use the chamber. A there ghost. Amazing. I love fighting ghosts. That was so well for us last time. 